Welcome to the Crypto Assets and Blockchain Podcast. My name is David and I'm the co-founder of Wunder. Um, Wunder is the first decentralized museum of new media art. Um, decentralized in a way that it's a museum that can come to your house rather than you going to the museum. So um, why did we come up with, um, with, 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 with the project is there is a huge disconnect in support for this artists working in the realm of digital art. Um, it has all to do on the technical side the, by a lack of trust uh, and that's where for us the blockchain layer comes in but it also has to do of um, art in general and uh, media art uh, specifically being an illiquid market um, that, yeah, that, that has its disadvantages these days and, and we can only open it up if we um, mix it with um, uh, people that also uh, have access in, in, in rent format in, in temporary rights. So what do we understand by media art? It's um, anything that's born digitally. Um, by that we mean uh, it can be video art, moving image, still art, sound art, but it goes on to um, um, augmented reality, virtual reality, the immersive art. Um, and yeah, basically we built Wonder in order to eliminate the barriers that are currently there in the arts world. And uh, we will do that by empowering patrons to, um, to connect and support artists uh, directly uh, in, 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 in a meaningful way and creating a sustainable market um, for them. So that's the first. Another biggest problem is that um, the art world is, it's all, it's all about context, like many other industries, but specifically the art world. And museums are the gatekeepers, uh, involuntarily, but they are. They are not uh, well equipped and suited to, uh, to handle these media art forms, uh, given that they are built for uh, traditional media, like paintings and so on. So the centralized venues are not adept uh, for, for the media art that we, uh, that, that we would like to present. Again, the decentralized factor comes into play here because it can be best experienced and, and, and viewed from the, the comfort of your home. Um, it's crippling, this disconnect is, is, is crippling a creative, uh, the creative opportunities for artists. Um, and it's estimated that 95% of the, the artists currently working in new media art either have to find a second job as for teaching or uh, also do painting because the gallery will tell them uh, bring me a painting because I can't sell these digital works. So that's a huge problem for them. Um, I've talked a little bit about the, the technical side, about an end-to-end -end, uh, platform that, that we developed for that. Um, but at the core of, of, of what we built is um, what we call the patron uh, protocol. And this protocol uh, is based on um, the principle that you will now be the exclusive owner of a work of art, of, of, of a few, it's additional art, of a few copies of art, that you will be the exclusive owner, and that m millions of other people can also be temporary owners, uh, the peer-to-peer -peer economy. Um, so we maintained the exclusivity in the art world, but added to that the, the, the advantages and the value that we create in having access to people that only want to have temporary access to these works and don't want to call themselves owners or collectors anymore. Um, this is at the core, the artist is at the core of, 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 of the whole um, <coughs> protocol, 
On the left side you see the, in the Pedro Protocol there are always eight owners of permanent access rights which are transferable, transferable in ownership. And on the left side you see our business model uh, through B2B and B2C partners uh, will access uh, the, the, the rent uh, for this art. And I'll come to that later, what, what it means for uh, owning art that also yields a dividend. So, um, we present five disruptions for the art world. The second is trust and transparency through our smart contracts. Um, currently, where we have built everything on Ethereum, because we're experiment, we have everything uh, working um, off-chain, but um, we are testing now with Ethereum, and should there, come, should there be something uh, better tomorrow, then, then we might test that as well, but um, for the time being, Ethereum is, is, uh, is, is serving the purpose in, in, for our needs. The decentralized structure is probably, in our case, the most disruptive in the long term. In the short term, for us, it's, it's a bit complicated because it's not regulated. Uh, if you talk about the, uh, the limited edition copies for the angel patrons, some of these works cost easily uh, 50 to 100,000 uh, euros. So uh, you can imagine if they're decentralized and nobody can, is responsible for where they are, <laughs> that institutions and, 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 and high net worth uh, collectors uh, will not like that. So they still always want uh, a centralized place where uh, it's a bit like your, your cold storage for, for, your, for your key in, uh, in crypto that, that you want to be certain that it's always there for you and not um, yeah, hijacked by somebody else. But it boils down to is that it will create more liquidity in, as I said before, in an illiquid market because the proceeds from this uh, rental revenue um, will be shared with all the stakeholders in uh, any uh, work that so that means that the artist shares from the revenue from this uh, temporary access rights um, Wunder Foundation also benefits but what it also means is that the pool of eight angel patrons for any given work generates 20% of the, the rental revenue so it means that you now for the first time can invest in scalable art that uh, will bring a financial dividend other than emotionally, intellectually or um, um, yeah, intrinsically. Um, and that makes it really uh, suitable for, uh, for family offices, institutions and alternative uh, passion investment uh, seekers as a store of value. Um, the biggest uh, disruption that we'll probably propose to, to in our system is that we provide artist acceleration. Um, where in the traditional way, uh, as I already mentioned, the problems that uh, new media artists face today is that um, in our platform, with, with the global reach, um, we have immediately access to, 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 to the right people, uh, meaning that uh, eight copies of a work in monthly exhibitions are easily sold uh, to angel patrons, so that's for them, for the artists, a way to recoup the investments of the work. Uh, and then for, from then on it can uh, infinitely um, start building patrimonium on, on, on rental revenue. But will accelerate them in a way that was never possible before as, and uh, is only enabled by, by the internet and, and, and adding trust to that and, 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 and the function of a network. So that's, uh, that's very exciting for, for the art system. The, the Wonder infrastructure consists of four layers. Um, in the beginning, we have the expertise layers that is currently consist of curators that select uh, the monthly works that will be um, presented in, uh, 
in exhibitions. So that's five works every month that we will present. Um, and there are also commissions. This guarantees that we have the best works from the best artists working in this realm and that we have present works that you don't find anywhere else. We don't want to duplicate uh, YouTube or whatever, it, it has to be content or art, and, uh, not, so not being disrespectful, uh, that you don't find anywhere else. It, it, that's our brand, Wunder has to be the brand that, that it's really the, the, the amazing, the, 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 the astonishment. The, um, so that's, at first, first instance, it will be uh, um, undertaken by uh, a, a pool of curators, but also uh, will move into artificial intelligence later on. Uh, in that domain. The distribution layer, uh, I think that, that uh, as already mentioned, is, is based on uh, Ethereum ERC20, nothing special there. Um, the storage layer is that, uh, mentioned before, is that the works are converted in our centralized uh, system uh, and, and kept in an archival copy and also a conservation copy for later use and conversion in, in future um, uh, streaming-friendly copies. But um, the streaming-friendly copies today, MP4, for example, are distributed via IPFS, uh, so that makes it already decentralized. And then the application layer, that's in our second phase, that uh, we will, um, we, we currently have uh, EOS player for iPad, that's the main device of, of preference, um, because it's a great tool that, that allows uh, the arts already be, be seen in, in a way like the artist intent, specifically what you see is Natalie is holding now the iPad Pro, which has uh, four Harman Kardon speakers built in it and makes the sounds very immersive and really gives a good impression of, of what you can expect if you project the work or see it on screen. It's a bit like how media art is displayed these days in museums or in galleries, if they do it. It's, it's, a, it's very immersive. Um, from there on, um, in second, second stage, we uh, want to open the end-to-end -end platform from R Plus uh, as open source and also the application layers and the protocol um, and make it a protocol uh, token um, so that anybody can use our technology and, and, and the infrastructure. But that's, uh, in that case, we, we use Wunder as, as a use case to show what is possible with, uh, with this technology. Our timeline, we started in 2015 as a result of an exhibition that we did online. I'll get to that in, in, in a minute. And um, that exhibition online with, uh, with 29 of the leading curators from, from uh, leading museums, uh, we found that, uh, I can go there, is that, uh, is that, is that um, we learned that the, the most interesting artists working in this room uh, were very reluctant to share their art for obvious reasons, lack of trust, uh, the internet is the biggest copy machine, so we, we, that's how we started building the Art Plus infrastructure to, uh, to protect it, uh, otherwise we could, we, we bumped into a wall. Um, so that led also to the, when we had the end-to-end -end platform, we also realized we needed a protocol that was more suited for a digital era and not uh, lending its, uh, its ingredients from, from uh, historical um, um, ways and, and agreements to monetize art in, in edition format uh, because they're not suited. It's, it's totally ridiculous to, to, uh, to, to fall back on, on the, for example, distribution rights in film where any collector can say, I'm the only one in Germany that can have one copy of this work and nobody else can have that. That's, that's not how the internet works, where people like to share and where the artist benefits from the viral effect of making something immediately uh, accessible anywhere for somebody that wants to enter the network. 
So that's the, the basis of our, our patron protocol, and that led to um, that we were a bit fed up waiting uh, for the galleries to respond to this uh, because they're very friendly people, and, and um, uh, but they don't want any change. So uh, why don't they want any change? Because the main clients, the museums and the collectors, don't want any change. Uh, so that led to, uh, to 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 the use case Wunder Museum. We go around them and go to the crowd. Uh, where people will pay for access on a temporary basis and that will provide the liquidity that the artists can do without and, 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 and offer and sell their art on their terms rather than playing it by a few um, um, minor um, a minority of, uh, of, uh, of um, yeah, gatekeepers. Which, uh. So how does the timeline further look? Um, we have our Wunder Alpha uh, ready and now started with uh, very proud to be part of the, the, the first batch of um, of the uh, selected companies in the Iconic Lab uh, Accelerator, um, which will lead us to um, to our pre-ICO up uh, in somewhere in April, and if uh, to the to our ICO uh, somewhere in June. That's that's the planning. Um, and as I said before, the um, the works are commissioned, so that means that we need to plan well ahead to have the works uh, uh, available in the museum. So that means we, we will not open uh, before the first quarter of 2019 with the first selection of works. Uh, and that's also the reason why an ICO for us was the, the biggest game chamber uh, uh, that, that allows us to, to build this collection with the support from the crowd that uh, supports the vision that the artists uh, can, can, can really start making work that, that is suited for this medium. Um, the market. Uh, currently the art market is something like 60 billion, uh, but new media art is a fraction of that. But where the, the, as a spin-off, that's, that's a multitude of, 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 of factors much more interesting in this market, is that uh, this art being digital and scalable, uh, traveling online, is that um, it opens new venues also for uh, hospitality, interior design, uh, fintech as a uh, store of value and also architecture. We see the evolution already happening where architects and, and interior designers commission work from artists themselves, but that's a one uh, unique work and that they display in, the, in their lobby. Um, but the market is of, of course, there are billions of, of, of blank walls in companies and, and people at home that um, will want to display the art of, 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 of today. So what's the use of our token? It's you can, uh, why we need a token is that you can uh, pay with book uh, for uh, temporary access um, and you can also be paid uh, with book from the revenue and the proceeds from that for, for, for those stakeholders. Um, you can also purchase private viewing rights, that's for the, the, the really serious collectors that want, uh, willing to pay a premium to have a few days early access on, on, on the first works so they can have first pick. Um, and also for storing um, encrypted uh, streaming copies to uh, IPFS, uh, where we allow people that have less means also uh, to participate in this uh, and make it really a truly democratic art market. Uh, if they share some, some space on their artists for streaming our friendly copies, then they can uh, receive books and, and, and have free access to, to the works. It's also used to purchase ownership of the works for permanent access and also um, um, used for s uh, selling them and, 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 and the payout, which obviously, uh, as you all know, in smart contracts, uh, the payout is rather 
uh, instantly and, and uh, with very low cost. So that's we're work, still working on the token issuance uh, with, with uh, um, Iconic Lab. Um, here you have an idea of how the, the planned revenue will be used. Uh, so that's at least 50% of the, uh, the revenue generated from the token sale will be used to build the collection of the museum. So that's the major part. I think that's the main takeaway here. Um, yeah, we already mentioned that um, the, the founders, um, myself and, 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 and uh, Natalie, have extensive experience in the art world, uh, um, having already um, created and, and sold uh, art-related um, startups, and also organized uh, the biggest online biennial um, with, uh, with major museums um, that attracted more than 400,000 online visitors, and then got us immense uh, reach in, in, in global press. So that's teaches us firsthand that there is really a latent uh, audience out there that really wants to engage with this new media art form other than the low resolution uh, stuff you see on YouTube or whatever which is not appealing, which is not attractive. Uh, it, it's done deliberately because people are afraid that it's being copied. So um, we're very excited that uh, we have the solution of Wunder um, um, to, uh, to, to, to solve this with, with our great team. Um, Vesna Pratashin, who was supposed to be here today, but due to flu, not. Um, she's a famous uh, new media artist, uh, having displayed works already uh, around the world, is also in major collections. Uh, Alana Voldman has extensive experience with um, art uh, communication. Our team of developers, um, which are aces in, in JavaScript, but masters very, very fast uh, solidity, uh, being very, very similar. And then we have our team of, of advisors, which is not complete. We will be adding a few more names later. But very proud and happy to have Bjorn Melhus, uh, who is a Berlin-based um, new media artist from, and also professor of the University of uh, Kassel for Media Art. He's also um, somewhat of the authority on, on augmented reality and virtual reality art. Uh, and he's just been advising us from day one and very enthusiastic about the project. Uh, and is also um, safeguarding the cultural uh, uh, message that we have in the, in the museum because obviously there's a lot of finance coming into this it's, and we need to, to, find, to, to maintain a well-balanced, uh, it cannot be a marketplace, it can, it, we have to remain a museum where it's possible to buy but we're not a marketplace. Um, it's, um, then we have Adriano Piccinato um, from the, the director of Deloitte um, Luxembourg who is uh, organizing an event, Art and Finance, annually uh, that attracts uh, the majority of all the family offices in, in, uh, to, to these events for um, family offices that traditionally already invest in art and now are more and more getting interested in uh, getting into uh, new media art because obviously uh, the prices are still low from these artists and, and, and it makes a sound investment quality-wise but also if the trust is <laughs> so I'll quickly move on, Elizabeth Lazaro. Uh, I don't want to bother you. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, professor of Creative Economy uh, that's uh, doing a white paper on all the stakeholders and what it means to four chairs uh, uh, for uh, legs of the chair. We are very happy to have Barry Enderwick who um, turned Netflix from a few hundred thousand users to uh, 25 million users. So he knows all about uh, streaming uh, content uh, to, 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 to houses. 
Uh, we have Chris Room, who is a leading American patron and also the founder of Artspace. Um, and we have also uh, Patrick Lowry, uh, founder and CEO of uh, Iconic Lab. Very happy to have him. Um, so, yeah, that concludes the, the presentation. Uh, I thank you for your time. Um, <laughs>